what's going on guys i'm back for another show um this is going to be a, a real short one actually um maybe 10 or, or 15 minutes probably probably around 15 minutes i guess something like that um obviously the the super bowl is is set uh the san francisco 49ers and the kansas city chiefs um i listed the 49ers first because they're actually the away team uh for the super bowl so uh, the Chiefs will be the home team in Miami. Um, and obviously for a lot of the media and a lot of fans, I think that if you're not a fan of either team, you might appreciate the intrigue a little bit more because obviously if you're a fan of either team, you're you're looking at it from the perspective of, I know my team's going to win and these are the reasons why. But uh, even though I am a fan of the 49ers, I can't appreciate looking at it from a neutral standpoint. And, and the way I would look at it is like this. You basically have a team in the Kansas City Chiefs who probably have what many feel is the best quarterback in football. And they have, to go along with that, probably the fastest offense in the league. Uh, there's no question about that. You have a head coach in Andy Reid who basically the only thing he hasn't done is win the big one and you could also put in there that he's not all that great in conference championship games because he's actually two and six in conference championship games but other than those two things he's done everything else that you could want uh, in a head coach now uh, Andy Reid uh, has always been the offensive mind he's always been able to coach quarterbacks uh, there's no question about that but with this team you could see uh, where his mind is able to come out and a lot of it is Patrick Mahomes too I mean he helps kind of I guess make Andy Reid look even better because of the the plays that he can make with his arm and his legs and and his uh, superstar abilities that he has uh, on the other side of the ball the Chiefs uh, have improved since week 10 on the defensive side of the ball although they haven't played elite competition necessarily. Um, they still have made the improvements to their defense, evidenced by them stopping Derrick Henry uh, last week. They hold them to, I believe it was 49 yards or something like that. Um, did a phenomenal job of getting ahead of the Titans, trying to make them play catch up, which Tannehill, as, as we said, he's capable. Uh, he just wasn't able to do it, though. And so they deserve to win that game. As I said uh, on Saturday, if the Chiefs won, it wouldn't surprise me. And the reality is the Chiefs won, and I wasn't really surprised. Um, I, I Moving on to the, the San Francisco side, um, you have a, a coach that is always going to be remembered for 28-3 to until he – does something different um you know for those who don't know he was the offensive coordinator for the atlanta falcons in the the season that they went to the super bowl which was three years ago um 28 to 3 they're up against the the new england patriots uh, subsequently he doesn't run the football very much after that blows the lead they lose in overtime um he's blamed for it. and 
the the type of team that he's built, you can tell he's built a team that if he's ever in that situation again, that that won't blow it. And starting on the offensive side of the ball, he has a running game that has basically been, I think the numbers say that they're the number two rushing team, but I mean, it's really number one, let's be honest. <laughs> uh, they're the, probably the best rushing team in football. Um, good offensive line. They have weapons, though, uh, in the receiving game. George Kittle, no disrespect to Kelsey, he's the best all-around tight end in football, maybe the best all-around player non-quarterback in football and he's he loves it he loves the block he loves to be physical and you know he's he's the epitome of I think the 49ers as a team very selfless and they're able to impose their will on teams um, through a through a dominant running game and uh, guys that that that, that want to run the football and Raheem Mostert, he was a core special teams guy, a guy who had a fumbling problem. He's been on six different teams, and Shanahan believed in him. Shanahan told him basically that, you know, we're going to stash you on the practice squad. We're not going to cut you, you know, but you got to get that fumbling thing under control. And now that he has, you see the kind of talent that he has. He's a one-cut runner, downhill, has speed. And you saw what he did, 220 yards in the NFC Championship game. And the Niners as a team had almost 300 rushing yards, um, really imposed their will on Green Bay. And then on the defensive side of the ball, the Niners are, um, they they probably have the best defensive line in football, led by five first-round picks. Um, you know, DeForest Buckner, Joey Bosa, uh, D. Ford, uh <laughs> Eric Armstead is, he actually led the Niners in sacks and didn't make the Pro Bowl. Joey Bosa didn't, and he did make the Pro Bowl. I mean, it's 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 pretty unbelievable, you know, what they can do on that side of the football. And then uh, even that linebacker, you know, Greenlaw, and uh, he was a fifth-round pick this year for the 49ers. And then you got Quan Alexander was a free agent pickup, excellent guy in coverage, you know. And then in, in the uh, – I'm actually forgetting one of their linebackers, but in the secondary, Richard Sherman still, still shut down corner. You know, gave up a play last, gave up a play in, in the Packers game, but redeemed himself later for it. And uh, that's what you do when you're when you're one of the one of the best corners. Um, Jimmy Ward, Tchaikovsky, uh, Tart. Um, they have a lot of ability back there. Uh, it's going to be a heck of a matchup. Uh, it really is. I think for the especially for fans of neither team, I think will enjoy it more um, than like me. I'm a Niners fan. I feel a certain way about the game, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to get into that yet. Um, I'm just going to take it slow. You know, we got two weeks, just an early kind of look at both teams. And, you know, the, the Chiefs have the best passing attack in the NFL. And the thing about the Chiefs, they don't want to run. They're not interested in running. You know, I was laughing watching uh, the Titans and Chiefs game because Andy Reid's running the football. And, and I got to think, every Chiefs fan's got to be asking the question, why is he running the football? <laughs> like, we know you don't want to run the football. It's almost like a courtesy, you know. 
but they don't want to run it. They're not interested in running it. Um, and they don't. And, you know, they're 23rd in rushing, but I think even that's generous. I mean, being honest, <laughs> yeah, they they might as well be last. I mean, this team, they're not interested in running the football one bit. And there's nothing wrong. I mean, hey, listen, I'm not knocking any team. If you – what works for you is what works for you, you know. And, and they're a team that, you know, they want to play a certain style. And that style is we're going to throw it all over the lot we're gonna we're gonna use our speed and we're gonna get big play after big play uh if we can help it so you know that's their style and you know you have to you have to you have to tip your cap to them they're they're excellent passing offense like i said um you know that's what this league is turned into the chiefs are basically what the NFL wants the league to look like um, every game, every week <laughs> leading up to the championship, they would have loved to have seen Patrick Mahomes against Aaron Rodgers. The ratings for the game would have probably been more off the charts, but um, at the end of the day, that's not the way it happened. The, the Packers, listen, they just, it's a, I said it on Saturday, it's a bad matchup. It's it's a bad matchup, and and the reality is, um, it turned out to be true. And and it's nothing against Green Bay. I just thought that in the end, the same thing was going to happen, and that's that uh, they were going to come out, stop the run, make them one dimensional, get after the quarterback, and that's what happened. And you know, Aaron Rodgers, um, for as 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 good as he is. You know, going back to if you've heard my last two podcasts, the elite quarterback theory, it's it's like I continue to say. I just don't think we should use that term. I think that there's there's really good regular season quarterbacks and then the postseason. I don't necessarily think unless you're saying it's Tom Brady and even him, he has an asterisk next to his name, um, even though, yeah, he's he's won. What is it? Six Super Bowls. He still only has a 90 career uh, postseason rating. So, I mean, to say that he always plays well in the postseason is not true. It's it's just not. Um, but because of his rings and because of the fact that there's no question that he had a hand in some of those Super Bowl runs, um, you can't take that away from him, you know. There's, it's almost a different argument, though. Like, for instance, this is this is what I mean by that. You look at his first Super Bowl, right? And I believe his numbers were 16 for 21, 137 yards. Now, he led the game-winning drive. There's no question about that. But he wasn't trailing. It was a tight game. Let him down there. Greatest field goal kicker maybe in NFL history gets the kick. They win it. Did the Patriots win that game because of Brady? The answer is yes and no. Now, he led the game-winning drive. He did what he was supposed to do. There's no question. But if you didn't give him credit for the game, there's some that will say you're right. There's some that say you wouldn't. I say that to say today to say this. Jimmy Garoppolo, last two games, especially the last game, right? He throws eight passes, so everybody's going to fool you into believing that 
he can't hang if Mahomes puts up points. Not only is that a lie, it's nowhere near the truth. Jimmy Garoppolo in three games this year, when Jimmy Garoppolo throws for over 300 yards, the 49ers are undefeated this year. So if he has to throw it, he will. And he's capable. But if you don't have to, then why do it? <laughs> See, it's not its not like the Chiefs. The Chiefs have one way to win, literally, one way. Mahomes has to be great. That's it. The Niners, on the other hand, have several different ways to win. They've won with Garoppolo outshooting Breeze in a game where your defense gives up 40-plus points. They've won in a game where they're down to the Rams, to Arizona twice, to Seattle twice. Every one of those games, Jimmy Garoppolo led them back, and only in one did he not win, no thanks to eight drops. But, again, he's fully capable of being that guy. The question is, really, what way does Shanahan want to attack this defense? I think that's the thing. You know, a lot of people are saying, oh, it's the Niners offense against the Chiefs defense, and that's true. But the reality is, as previous Super Bowls have shown us, the defense usually wins that matchup. And by usually, I mean 100% of the time. There is no scenario in the Super Bowl where a great offense has played a great defense and the great offense has prevailed. It hasn't happened. In fact, I believe the last time we'll just take we'll just take the we'll take the the secondary out of it okay the last time was actually the patriots and the eagles and the eagles all they had to do was make one play that's it all they had to do was make one play and they made the one play yeah they gave up 30 but they made the one play they needed to make because of that defensive line and 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 it got them the ball game now it's it's different on this end because mahomes you can debate and say, oh, he's better than Brady and more mobile than Brady. And there's – to say he's better than Brady, I mean, he's been playing three years. Let's relax. Um, but to say that he has a better skill set, now that I can agree with. I can agree with that, but I'm not going to take away a guy who's been playing this game for, you know, 15 to 20 years and say that a guy who's come in in three years is, is better than him, even if he does win the Super Bowl. Three years of career does not make. Five years a career does not make. You know, you have to do it longevity-wise. You know, we talked about it with Luke Keekley the other day, right? It's sad that he's retiring because he's basically forfeiting a trip to Canton. Now, it's good for him in the sense that he gets to keep his health and his mental faculties and get to spend time with his family. But when you don't play this game a long time, this isn't like the old days where <coughs> you can play for a short amount of time and still be a Hall of Famer. Like, I don't think Patrick Willis is a Hall of Famer. I think that he might be close, but ultimately, when you don't play for a long time, and I'm going to say the minimum you probably have to play is 10 years, right? I mean, that's fair, right? So you have to play at least 10 years, and if you don't play at least 10 years, and and I'm saying you would have to play 10 years without a lot of injuries, right? So again, I mean, I'm I'm not the guy who crowns people quickly. I don't. Now, if Mahomes wins, 
listen, he deserves all the credit for winning. But to say that he's better than a lot of quarterbacks who've already established himself, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say that. I'm. I'm just not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna come in and I'm not gonna say that because, again, three years a career does not make a career can turn into drop of a hat. You know, he can get hurt. There's a lot of things that can happen before we start talking about. Oh, he was better. Oh, he's got the best three-year run in NFL history. That's all nice and good. But again, three years of career does not make, right? Because the reality is there was a stat that was put out there. Mahomes, if he wins, would be the youngest quarterback to win. But the other four quarterbacks on that list, two won and two lost. So there's no guarantee that he's going to win the game just because He's here, and there's also no guarantee that he makes it back because the the Chiefs will. I would put a 95% chance on it that they actually extend him this offseason because this is the first time that they can. And usually, when you get to a contract early before it's over, it gives you an opportunity to uh, save salary cap room in the moment and in the future. And I think that that's what the Chiefs will want to do. So they'll extend him, and that'll end this this rookie contract thing you know now he may take a little less money but it's not going to matter when you have skill position players all on one side of the football like they do the reality is is that you're setting yourself up to basically be what I would say that they already are a high-priced team on one side of the ball mainly offensive and then on the other side of the ball you're going to be lacking. You're going to have draft picks. You're going to have free agents. You're not going to necessarily have guys that you develop. And one of the problems when you do that is you get to see a team like Green Bay, who they still have Aaron Rodgers, and now they have a decent running back. Their offensive line is good, but no skill position players. You got a Jimmy Graham who's past his prime. You got nobody after Devontae Adams, literally. And these are the kind of teams that you have when you spend your money on your quarterback and your entire <coughs> and your and and one side of the ball. Because remember, the Saints are the exact same team. This is why when people said, Oh, the Saints would have gave us a better game. No, they wouldn't. They didn't face the Niners healthy. They faced the Niners without, I think, five starters. <laughs> so yeah, it, I no, it they wouldn't have maybe beaten them that badly like they did Green Bay twenty seven nothing the first quarter. I don't believe that, but I don't think the end result would have changed by much. <laughs> Says seventeen points, maybe it's a ten point game, but in the end, when you build your team on the offensive side of the football, this is what's going to happen to you. Not just some years, a lot of years. Green Bay and New Orleans are pretty much exactly the same. They both have what people would consider elite quarterbacks, right? Taking up a large portion of their salary cap. They both have above average ground games. They both have one major weapon in the passing game. And they both have, after that one weapon, lacking in the receiving core department. So... When you look at these football teams and you say they're going to win the Super Bowl, 
you got to give me more than that because on the defensive side of the ball, especially against a better team, they get exposed. And you saw it. If the Saints were really that good, they wouldn't have given up 50 to the Niners, right? Or a loss to Atlanta, who had one win at the time. <laughs> you know, these are the kind of things you have to look at. And and then to follow it up, you lose at home to the Vikings in a, in a playoff game. And again, I know everybody's going to blame, oh, it was the defense. Oh, it was the offensive line. I'm talking to people on Twitter. Oh, that game was on the offensive line. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> so Breeze, three turnovers had nothing to do with it, huh? Well, he only turned it over because of the offensive line. So explain to me this. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but shouldn't he know if the pressure is getting to him and get the ball out quicker? No? Okay. Anyway, guys, I'm going to sign off right now. I'm actually getting ready to leave. I'm, I'm sitting here actually waiting and picking somebody up. But just a first preview of the Niners and the Chiefs. It's going to be, you're going to hear way too much from the media for the next couple of weeks. If I do good on here, I'm going to do short podcasts like this, just talking about different facets of the game. Eventually, I'll give a prediction probably the last Saturday. So until then, I'm signing off.